On February 23, 2020, Sarah Boone zipped her boyfriend into a suitcase and went upstairs and went to bed. When she woke up the next morning, he was deceased. She told detectives this was a game of hide-and-seek gone wrong. But when detectives found videos on her phone, she was arrested. We'll tell you why. everybody and welcome to true crime squad this is katie weaver and i'm here with my sister co-host and partner in crime christy brower hello hello hey everybody how's it going uh it's pretty good i is it normal to still be jet lagged three days after being <laughs> after getting home in this so, heat yes uh, yes you guys i had the weirdest experience in which i think i flew into some alternate alternative timeline for a while on my <laughs> way home from oakland on wednesday it took me from the time i left my friend's house in an uber to the time i arrived home at my house it was 24 hours to get home and that is a two-hour flight so mm. you can imagine the kinds of insanity that i had for 24 hours mm -hmm. and i'm still recovering i think i'm good i'm glad to be here but, yeah, you know, we had a fun weekend. We went out mm -hmm. to lunch twice. We went to the yes. farmer's market. We went to a really cute new metaphysical store in Idaho Falls. If you're in the area, uh, Mystic Misfits yeah. out in Ammon. Check it out for sure. It's super Such fun. Such a cute little place. I love them. They're after my own heart. It's a metaphysical store plus like a full functioning salon, which is pretty cool, but also yeah. a plant store. So yeah. I bought a really cute plant. Yeah. So we had a fun weekend, a but aloe vera start because we killed our last one. So fingers <laughs> crossed this one makes it. Less is more with the water. Less is more. But they do need some. That's the balance. <laughs> Therein lies the problem. If I'm great at keeping kids, dogs, cats, things that can tell you they're thirsty, alive. Mm -hmm. Plants. Hmm. I just turn mm -hmm. these things over to Rhonda and say. Here you go. I like to call her Farmer Knutson because she yeah. she she walks the property and puts out the sprinklers and waters all the plants and stands mm -hmm. and looks at her, you know, her field, our backyard. Um, mm -hmm. And I, it's funny. <laughs> I tease her and call her Farmer Knutson because it looks like she's playing out her her farmer fantasies in our backyard, right? which is which is great because I don't have any farmer fantasies at all, not even <laughs> one. So I'm glad someone does around here. This is true. Yep. Well, um, besides houseplants, yep, I'm with you. Scott does all the other growing around here, but yeah. But it's also close to 100 degrees here right now. So we're just, we're functioning. We're just functioning. And I know it's hotter than that where a lot of you guys are. So um, RIP to you. But yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Sarah Boone today. But before yes. that, uh, Christy, you have a segment for us. Is is our Monday case, by the way. Mm -hmm. It is Monday, so we want to welcome you guys and tell you we've got a big week ahead of all kinds of good stuff coming. We do. But Christy, you're going to kick us off with a little uh, true crime update. Yes. Yes. 
So when these big mass shootings happen, they're right in the news for the first few days. And then things sort of fall away. I don't know, because there's another one probably or something else catastrophic has occurred. And so we kind of lose the backstories and the what happens afterward. Yeah. And so I wanted to share with you um, the story of Cooper Roberts. Cooper Roberts is eight years old and he was one of the shooting victims in the Highland Park shooting on the 4th Mm. of July. And he has now had seven surgeries Oh. Um, and is still in very critical condition. This last surgery was to cl- reclose a bullet hole in his esophagus. And I know this is oh. awful and sad, and I, I get that, but I think it's important for us to understand what those guns do to the human body, mm-hmm. what those semi-automatic weapons do and are meant mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. For anyone who wants to start any bullshit about them being sporting guns and hunting guns, that's bullshit, okay? Mm-hmm. Cooper is now paralyzed from the waist down due to his his um, injuries. Yeah. He's had this surgery to close his esophagus. Um, Wasn't his uh, spinal cord severed? Yeah. Yeah. Um, There are some positive signs that he's recovering, but he's spiked a seizure and he's got fluid building up in his lungs and esophagus and around his pelvis. Uh, He is on a ventilator. And, you know, we don't really know exactly what's going to happen to Cooper mm-hmm. if, if he is going to survive this. But it's it's important for us to understand what these guns do to the human body. This is why we need to get rid of them. And I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. We need to get rid of semi-automatic weapons, period, mm-hmm. all of them. And, you know, don't even think about adding me about that because I'm just going to send you pictures of darling little Cooper, and you tell me why you need that gun. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get a picture of Cooper here in just a second. And his poor family, you know, they're just asking for prayers, you know, trying yeah. to do everything that they can. Was it his, his mom life. and sister injured as well, but not yeah. nearly as, as seriously? Yeah, not as seriously. All because but... his parents had the nerve to want to go to a 4th of July parade. Right. Gosh. Right. So I'm going to show you a picture of Cooper here. Um, I Sometimes I just feel like we need to keep these reminders in mind mm-hmm. because this is why. This is why it matters. This is this the human is side. And this is what people are going to live with for the rest of their lives. If Cooper survives, he mm-hmm. will be paralyzed from the waist down for life. Yeah. This is and, and we'll have all kinds of complications. Yes. Oh. That's Cooper. Oh, he's so cute. Isn't he cute? And he was just there having fun on the 4th of July with his family. Yep. So keep these things in mind. You know, if you are Mm -hmm. talking to someone about the need to ban these guns, remember Cooper. Yeah. Remember Cooper. Remember Cooper's family. And remember what Cooper has lost, even if he does survive. Yes, it was his mother and twin brother, Luke, who were also injured. Okay. Um, he still has shrapnel in his body. Cooper does because it's too dangerous to remove it. Oh, um, a whole lot of money has been raised to help him like $1.5 million. Yes. 
which, you know, money is great, but you know, there are some things that cannot be repaired. Yeah. And so I just, I think we need to remember and keep our minds focused on the victims in these situations and, and also just an awareness of what this does long-term to a human body. Why does anyone need a gun that does that? Why does any civilian need a gun that does that? In Uvalde, they had to identify some of those children from DNA or their shoes because they were so blown to bits. There was no way of even knowing who they were. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to turn the time back to you for our main case. And I think we should probably call this WTF News, wouldn't you say? Oh, yes. Oh, Sarah Boone. Sweet, sweet Sarah Boone. Not really. Mm. This is the tale of Sarah. I have a couple of videos that go along with this case, and I think we're just going to start out with one. Okay. This is the video. This is from the vest cam from the officers that responded uh, the day that her boyfriend was discovered deceased. His name is Jorge. And she had called the police, said that she called dispatch and said that her boyfriend was dead, that she had, that they had been playing hide and seek, that he, uh, they zipped him up into a suitcase for fun. And then she forgot and went to bed. Now she's a whole ass adult, right? Yeah. Well, you'll have to watch the video. And Jorge also? Yeah. Okay. Just checking because yeah. I've never played hide and seek in my life unless there was a kid involved. So, right. Nope. These were just two grown ups. She said they were doing a puzzle and drinking wine and doing some art and then playing hide and seek. Uh, then she, when she called paramedics, they talked her through CPR. She called the paramedics at 1 p.m. and said that she'd been doing CPR all morning. There was some accounts that she told the all police morning. That she, yeah. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. Some accounts that she had told paramedic or police that she had been uh, doing CPR since eleven. Uh, she told, and this when she tells the uh, this video, she tells the officer twelve thirty. Uh, let's just watch it. Let's just watch it. We'll start there. Yeah. Um, what's going on? Sorry, you I just have... got here, so fill me in. No problem. Like, yeah, you and I were putting a puzzle together. We've been doing some artwork right together. You are putting a puzzle together? Yes, we have a puzzle that we started in there. Okay. We've been doing art, trying to take stuff off the wall to make new art put up there. Like, having a good time with one another. But we're drinking. We had a bottle of wine last night. Okay. Fine. So then it's like, we decided to play hide and seek, right? Okay. So, he gets in the suitcase, okay? Who is this guy? That's my ex-husband. My former husband. How did he live here with you guys? No. I called him over here. Okay, okay. I didn't know what to do. Okay. I didn't know what to do. Okay. So then he came over here. Here, let's talk in private, okay? I called you guys. The problem is, is yeah. I fell asleep. I fell asleep. When did you do CPR? This morning. When I found him. Before you called? Yes! <laughs> One o'clock right now. I tried... I was awake, but I actually got out of the bed at like 12.30ish, whatever. So I came downstairs, and I was like, oh, he's in the suitcase still. And that's when I found him, and I took him out, and I tried doing CPR, and then I called him, and then I called you guys. Did he get here before the fire department got here? Who? Your husband? Or yes. your ex-husband? Yes. Okay. Where did he live at? Uh, right down the street. Okay. So you were playing, and you 
school to get you some up there. I did, but then I fell asleep. Okay, okay, you're okay. I don't, I wasn't here. I'm just trying to figure out what happened. I fell asleep. I don't know if you suffocated or if I had an aneurysm or a heart attack or what. What kind of medical conditions did you have? None that I know of. Nothing that you know of. None that I know of. You didn't take any medicine No, no. All we had was a bottle of wine. Literally, just a bottle of wine. Okay. Doing puzzles, artwork. Then we decided to play hide and seek. That's all that happened. Okay, okay. So I don't know if you had a heart attack or what in there. Like, I don't know what happened. So how long were you doing CPR on him prior to you calling 911? You tried that all morning? Yes. Okay. And then I called him while I was what doing CPR. What time did you start? Probably in your ballpark? Here, let me fill this deputy in, okay? Please, may I have my Dr. Pepper? I am on, so cut now right second. now. Ma'am, and you can't talk to him until we get down with this girl, okay? Just don't leave, okay, Brian? Thank you, ma'am. I can get you some water, okay? Just, I want you not on your feet because yeah, I don't want you passing out on me. I need, please, I need water. Okay, I'll get some for you. So that's one face of Sarah. Uh, whoa. <laughs> and before this video, I had edited, this was, actually goes on for 40 minutes, but... I just oh pulled out the part that I thought that you guys would, uh, you know, that's helpful to see. Uh, and you can find the whole thing online. But before the video even starts, she's trying to go back in and get her Dr. Pepper. Mm -hmm. And after I cut off here, she's continuing to go on and on about wanting her Dr. Pepper. Okay, Sarah. Uh, the boyfriend's dead, but the mm -hmm. priority here is you need your soda? Mm -hmm. Well, in the way she starts the story, the story yeah. doesn't start with, my boyfriend is dead. <laughs> like, right. Wouldn't that yeah. be the first thing? Not the art and puzzles. What? That doesn't I have mean, anything to do with the story. You'd think so, except for that. Uh, I mean, you know, people respond differently to trauma, too. But uh, but that's one face of Sarah, the kind of hapless, helpless mm -hmm. side of Sarah. Very so, thirsty, Sarah. <laughs> very thirsty, Sarah. So this is the story that this is how it starts, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, the police are not buying it. They're not buying it. Good. They, they think that uh, perhaps, uh, you know, that maybe Miss Sarah is full of shit. And so on February 25th, they get a warrant for her phone. And then they call her in for a second video or a second uh, interview down mm -hmm. at the station. And they ask her if she took any videos. Uh, or pictures that she had forgotten to share with them. And she says she thinks maybe she took a picture of her dog. And <laughs> then they show her this video that was found on her phone. Sarah. For everything you've done to me. Sarah. For everything you've done to me. Sarah. 
Fuck you. Probably shut the fuck up. Sarah. Whoa. Now, Sarah says she has no idea. She has no recollection of making this video. She just doesn't know. Well, I mean, it's obvious she did, and she's also super drunk. Right. A Sorry, bottle some of, of it didn't even there, make sense. Sarah? Yeah. The laughing. Oof. Oof. Gross. Scary. My God. He let her do this? Did he? So the neighbor reports hearing a loud crash and thumping during the night, which might make you believe that uh, she kicked that suitcase down the stairs. I don't know. Right. Uh, she claimed that the zipper on the suitcase was broken and she zipped it up with a paperclip. And I wondered if that's how, why he couldn't get out, if she, you know, wired it shut so that he couldn't get out. But clearly oh, yeah. she wasn't letting him out. No. And was fully aware that he was in there and couldn't breathe. I mean, he was still able to tell her that. Mm -hmm. So this whole, I just went to bed thing, bullshit. Mm -hmm. She told the police that she didn't think he was really in distress. She said he was just acting like the boy who cried wolf. What? When you look at the size of the suitcase. It's not a very big suitcase. He must be a pretty small person. And a grown man is trapped in there. And his lungs are compressing more and more and more. Yeah. When she kind of lost herself for a moment in the interview. When one of the detectives asked her why she didn't just let him out. Yeah. And she kind of was got pissed at this point. And she said... Well, number one, I had no idea it was going to end like that. Number two, I'll give you five minutes in there. Uh, oh, Sarah, you should shut up. Oh, yeah. my God. Threatening yeah. the cops with doing the same to them? Apparently. Uh, not smart. Oh, just yeah. so cold and scary. 
there have been multiple domestics at that property. The, uh, they were both arrested in 2018 after they had a fight. They, they were known to the police and to the neighbors. The neighbors said they were well known for having loud fights and playing loud music in the middle of the night and just otherwise uh, being pretty tumultuous neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously there was some kind of substance abuse situation going on here as well uh, and, and mental health issues maybe. But uh, at any rate, uh, there was a second video that I didn't pull. Uh, it's like his last gasps and I didn't want to air that. Mm. He has three children and a family, you oh, know. God. But uh from the first video that I did show you to the second video where it does appear like maybe he dies uh, is 11 minutes. Oh, my God. But, but who knows how long he'd been in there already. Right. And those were taken the night before around 1135. And then uh, she did just, appears that she did just go to bed and then wake up the next morning and did CPR all morning long. That's such a weird thing to say. Like, all morning. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. suddenly he's just going to be alive again? Like, what the hell? Yeah. Now, I think Yikes. I didn't say that this happened in Winter Park, Florida, in case you're wondering where this happened. It was in Florida. And again, it was in 2020. So, of course, she was charged with second-degree murder. And mm-hmm. she was supposed to start her trial on may 16th but something happened and they reset the trials so we're still waiting for her to come to court but that's pretty much what we know at this point holy crap yeah that's terrifying there's also video on the internet of her second interview with the police Mm -hmm. and it's a totally different sarah yet again it's very interesting Versus that first one that's like, yeah, we were playing hide and seek and I don't know. And I need a Dr. Pepper to that second one, you know, that she's stone cold, man. And this then, is what you get. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's where it sits right now. We're definitely going to keep an eye on this one. And when she goes to trial, we will absolutely report on it. Yeah. But this is one of those cases that I felt was definitely true crime squad worthy. So I brought it to you. Wow. I don't even, I'm a little speechless. That is horrifying. Mm -hmm. That is something. Well, Christy, I'm going to kick the mic back over to you for a true crime update. Yes. All right. So a man has been arrested in Philadelphia. He is suspected in three murders and they are beginning to consider calling him a serial killer. This is 21-year-old Derek Jones. Wow. He was arrested Thursday morning and charged with three counts of murder. Um, you know, I always bring us back around to serial killers, but it's because I think we're it's really important for us to understand them mm-hmm. on some level and to be aware that they are constantly functioning in all of our communities because yeah. the, U- the U.S. has a huge problem with serial killers. Mm -hmm. Now the police are looking into, does he actually have more victims? Are there, we know that there are three, three people killed in what appeared to be pretty random killings in Philadelphia. And so now they're looking at, you know, are there some others that may be attributed to him as well? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, let's see. On June 28th, um, so this is quite recent, uh, Zamir Cyrus, who was 20 years old, was mm-hmm. shot in the chest um, just out on the street after wow. getting off a bus. Oh. On July 7th, uh, Taheem Tucker and his neighbor and best friend, they were shot while they were walking home. Um, they'd gotten off the bus and were walking home from work. They were neighbors. Mm-hmm. And they were just shot and killed on the street. It doesn't appear that there's any, like, there's no connection to him mm-hmm. and these victims. There's no, no pattern. You know, no, yeah. Wow. Um, the only thing is that, um, the, is that they were all on the bus and he was on the bus with them. So he got off the bus and shot them uh, in both incidents. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Was terrifying. there any conversation between them on the bus? Between on- him and them or... It doesn't appear to be, no. So um, where he was arrested um, is his grandmother's home. Mm -hmm. And it's within walking distance of both of those murder scenes. Wow. Um, They did find a 45 caliber handgun when they raided his his home. Mm -hmm. Um, And also the clothing he was wearing when he was seen on surveillance cameras getting off those buses after the people who were then shot. Uh-huh. So um, he does have a little bit of a criminal history, um, a firearms charge and a receiving stolen property charge in 2019. Um, he was sentenced to 11 to 23 months behind bars. So he had done some of that time uh, and now is out. So we don't know tons about him yet, mm-hmm. but they're certainly looking in Philadelphia to see if they can attribute any other crimes to him, but it's so tragic. These yeah. young men just, just walking home, get off the bus, heading home, you know? Yeah. So God. we will keep an eye on Derek Jones and let you know mm-hmm. as things roll out. Um, hopefully they hang on to him. It looks like they have a lot of evidence. And so yeah. it looks like they're going to be able to hang on to him and maybe this will um, solve some other cases as well. Yeah. Oh, I would imagine it will. Oh, that is so sad. Right. Well, there you have it. This is Monday. We will be back tomorrow, Tuesday, for a brand new episode. We'll be back Wednesday for a brand new episode. We'll be back Wednesday night for Wednesday night case updates. Yes. And then, I'm not sure, I kind of thought this was the week of... uh... It is. Yeah. 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 so Wednesday night, directly after case updates, we will have the cold read party. So yes. we'll look forward to that. That's coming as well. So many good things happening. So guys, thanks so much for being here. This is our first case of the week. Thanks for being a part of the squad. Have a great day and take care. Bye, everybody.